Hello, boys and girls. Uh, welcome back to the Carlo Crappy Show. It is week 11 of the uh, college football season and therefore the 11th show, um, logically, that uh, we have done so far this college football season. Um, I'm Crappy. Uh, there's Carla. Hi, Carla. Hey, how are do you? I have pizza? Do, I'm, do I have pizza on my face? Do I can't? You do not have pizza on your face. I think you're good. Okay, that's good. Um, I am. Uh, it is. It is Tuesday. It is also election night, which means I'm at work. <laughs> um, and we've just uh, with the uh, the newsroom uh, the election night pizza, which is a staple. I pretty bets it's pretty much a universal thing. It is universal. Um, so much so it has a Twitter account. Yeah. Yes. At, yes. at newsroom pizza. If you can, if you support journalists, um, and we hope you do. Um, go follow the newsroom pizza account because it's hilarious. It's literally pictures of people on of newsrooms on election night, posting nothing yeah. but photos of pizza. It's great. Yeah. And I need to, I need to do that actually. I need to add them with the, the pizza I just had, but I will do that uh, in a little bit. Um, so I'm at work. Uh, that means we're doing a, a couple things a little differently. Um, or we're doing one big thing a little differently. This is the day when the very first college football playoff rankings will be unveiled. Um, but because I'm at work and that's about when our election results will be rolling in, um, we rather than uh, use those in today's show, we will use them next week. But this week, um, we're going to talk about who we think our, our top five teams are at this point. Um, I, 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 I just for as a point of reference, uh, I wanted to. I went back and listened, and um, uh, we, when we talked about how it's just sort of dull this was at the outset, the first show of the season. Um, but we each had the same top five um, when we when before the season started, uh, from top to bottom: uh, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Oklahoma. Obviously, stuff has changed a bit <laughs> since then, as as it tends to happen. Um, and, and also, I, I'll, I'll get to this, but this this just feels a little bit different this time. Um, it does. But, uh, but to start with, what, what, what's your uh, what, what's your 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 top five going to be at this point? Well, it's really interesting because this is the first time we've done this without knowing what the um, what the committee has done. Because um, right. normally we've done our first show uh, with th these rankings and we're analyzing what the what the committee has done. So this is fun. Mm -hmm. um, I think we probably I think it's probably safe to say that most everybody has the same top five teams because there are five teams that are undefeated right now. Mm -hmm. And um, well, there's more than five teams undefeated, but there's five teams that have been consistently in yeah, the top five. Sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. the last couple of weeks. Um, so I have the standard undefeated teams in the top five, but I might have them in a different order. Um, I have number one LSU. Okay. Um, I, I just think that their, they, their quality of wins is, is better um, than Alabama's at this point. And again, mm -hmm. this is just where we are at this point in the season. Yeah. So I've got LSU yeah. one, Ohio State two. Okay. Um, I, I like their wins better um, than everybody else's uh, that follow behind them. Um, I've got Clemson three, Bama four. Um, I like Clemson above Bama. I think Clemson's got better wins at this point in the season. Bama ain't played nobody, um, which is which is something which is something we're going to talk about when we get to the to the big one the, the big one two game um, as they're billing it. Um, and of course I've got Penn state at five as the first mm -hmm. team out at this point. Again, I like where Penn state is sitting. They can play their way into the playoff at this point. Yep. Um, yep. Yes, so, so that's my order. LSU, Ohio state, Clemson, Bama, Penn state. Okay. Um, I, I kind of went with, uh, what I think is going to happen rather than what I want to happen. You guys, as you guys know, I'm, I'm, I'm an Ohio state fan. Um, so perhaps, uh, you know, it, it, use that as, as your disclaimer here. Um, <laughs> I, because I, I think, uh, well, let me back up. Um, as I mentioned earlier, we were 
I'm really bored with picking the uh, our, our top five at the outset of the season. Um, and you know, our, our picks were identical, and we're both just like, oh god, it just it, it, it's it, it's a given. Uh, especially the top three at that point, uh, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, blah, 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 blah. Um, but this time around, I mean, Alabama, do, do you really, yeah, I know what the expectations are, but do you really know? Cause they haven't, they haven't played anybody. Um, exactly. Clemson especially doesn't, doesn't seem invincible, uh, you know, unless they're, they're playing some dude, Dave Wofford, like they did last weekend. Um, they're both right there. They're both in the top four I, and they should be. But it just it doesn't feel as inevitable this time. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm I'm going into this last stretch of the season kind of feeling optimistic that this could be pretty interesting. Uh, Ohio State could be and perhaps should be uh, the the number one team in the initial uh, the initial rankings. But um, I, I think you know we're still fighting. We being the Big Ten still fighting the perception uh, the whole SEC thing. So I don't think Ohio State will be number one. Um, uh, I, I am. We vary a little bit. I have LSU one, Ohio State two. I have Alabama three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Clemson four, and that's and that's because just um, kind of how lackluster Clemson has been so far this season. Um, again, it, it, it's a little hard to say. Uh, uh, Clemson had a kind of a, a top heavy schedule, um, so once they got through September, there's not not really any tests there. Alabama sort of the opposite because uh, they. Yeah. they I don't have anybody uh, really competitive until uh, to this weekend. Um, number five is Penn State. Um, and uh, it is fun to note that uh, four of those five teams will get at least one loss or could get at least one loss because they play each other. Uh, and that, you know, does that open a, back up a door for Georgia or in Oregon to sneak in there? Um, so there, there, there's fun stuff that could happen. But I think that's that's our, our uh, we have the same teams as our starting point, and, I, and I'm pretty sure the order may differ in a little bit. But uh, that, that's where the uh, the committee is going to start uh, as well. Um, before we get to our games, uh, weekly Clemsoning index, uh, Clemson the Tigers are at NC State, uh, which got waxed by Wake last weekend. Uh, yeah. They are favored by 32 and a half. Um, Carla, what's your what's your index? Um, I've got it at a three. This okay. week, I, I don't think it, it's very high, even though it is, you know, the feature game on ABC on on Saturday night, which is another thing I'll mention later um, about how all the games are good during the day and they stink in the evening. Um, so yes. NC State's given up just they're, they're giving up a bunch of yards and they lost. They've got they, they lost their last two to Wake and Boston College and not just lost. They got blown out in mm-hmm. both of those games. They're coming off of two bad losses on the road. Clemson's playing at home. Yeah, I, th- this doesn't feel like much of a Clemsoning threat to me. I'm 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 still I'm still thinking five. Uh, you know, it, state appears awful, and and maybe that's maybe that's when Clemson is ripe for a stumble. Um, it, it, it would be it, it, it would be just a, a mind boggling uh, upset, of course. But um, I, I think that's sort of when that's uh, that's when the, the index is is at its strongest. Uh, we have three games. Um, unlike last season, or unless like last weekend, it is not hard to figure out which ones uh, we need to talk <laughs> about this time around. Uh, we will start. This is the unofficial Big Nude Saturday because the game is not on Fox; it's on ABC. A uh, number five, Penn State, a team that Carla is a bit familiar with. At number thirteen, Minnesota. Penn State is favored by six and a half. Um, worth noting uh, that uh, PJ Fleck just got a pretty decent contract extension. I think through twenty six is what I read. Um, so he's got to be feeling pretty happy going into this game. What do you think? 
Yeah, I was just going to say, um, welcome the Minnesota Golden Gophers to the Carlin Crappy Show, and um, welcome yeah. P- and, and 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 welcome PJ Fleck to a new seven-year contract, um, which is interesting timing because there's obviously been rumors over the last couple of days with um, Florida State firing Willie Taggart um, and possibly another coaching o- opening at USC at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, PJ Fleck was at kind of the top of that rumor mill list, um, mm-hmm. so and it, nice move I've, by. I've uh, I've heard James Franklin's name mentioned, especially with the USC job as with well. With USC, yeah. I, I don't think he'll go to Florida State, but I think the USC job might be enticing to him. So that'll be an interesting conversation later. Um, but yeah, nice move by Minnesota to just kind of lock PJ Fleck up for a bit um, while, while they've got some momentum. And, and Minnesota's put together a really nice start to the season. Um, although it is interesting, they got off to a slow start. Um, their, their first four games were actually quite close. And when you look at the opponents, it's kind of a head scratcher um, because their opponents were South Dakota State, Fresno, Georgia Southern, and Purdue. And they played all those games. They were really close. They won all four, ended up 4-0. And at that point, like after they beat Purdue, it's like almost a light bulb went off. Um, and then they start blowing teams out. Their next four wins are by complete blowouts um, over Illinois, Nebraska, Rutgers, and Maryland. Like normally you would think those that would be reversed. Um, yeah. uh, so that's just kind of an interesting season. But here they are. They're 8-0. Um, they've got their coach locked up for another seven years. Minnesota is on the rise. And I don't know if this is the year that Minnesota takes the next step and moves up a level in the Big Ten. But by golly, pay attention to them next year. Um, yeah. I, I think this is a team, this is a, the program that's trending in the right direction here. Um, the couple things that I, that I have noted here is that um, if you look at the, and, and I, what makes me nervous about this game is mentally, this feels like a Michigan State game. Okay. To me, um, okay. you've got you got a, you got a trending upward Minnesota team playing the underdog card, playing at home, would love nothing more than to disrupt the apple cart of the, at the national level. Sure. Um, it's a huge opportunity for the Gophers at home. Um, so, like I said last week on the show, yes, I am sitting on my hands a little bit in this game, and Penn State needs to be ready for this. But if you uh-huh. look at everything on paper, um, Penn State definitely has better wins. Minnesota has not faced a team like Penn State yet this season. They're, they, they are backloaded on their schedule, so their schedule mm-hmm. is going to get you know substantially harder as they haven't played Wisconsin or Iowa yet. They will do that in the next three weeks. So they've got a lo- long road to haul to get to Indianapolis for the Big Ten game. Um, Gophers giving up 20 uh, points per game, which doesn't sound like a lot, but for a Penn State offense, it's been playing pretty well. And you consider the fact that the Penn State defense is the number two rush defense in the country and the number two scoring defense in the country, allowing less than 10 points per game, even after playing Michigan and Michigan State. Um, I this. It, it, it feels like this is going to be a slog. Um, I, I feel like it's going to be. A, I think it's going to be a ground and pound. And then the most most interesting thing is the fact that that, that there's potentially snow in the forecast for Saturday, which I saw today, right. um, and that makes things really interesting. But I also think that favors Penn State in this because Penn State doesn't allow any yards on the ground, um, mm-hmm. and and Penn and Minnesota, you know, gives up a decent number of passing yards, which is good for Sean Clifford. But they've got a little bit of a looser defense here. I, I think the Penn State offense, if they stay diligent um and and don't turn the ball over will win this football game but don't be surprised if it's one of those it was a couple years ago that minnesota was up 13 to 3 at the half and everybody was panicking in happy valley um right. the last time they played that which is like 2016 i think um so it wouldn't stun me if if we're sitting at halftime complaining about a, a slow start by penn state um that would not shock me by any stretch but i do think fingers crossed that the Nittany lions pull this one out Okay. Okay. I'm 
probably a little more confident than you are. And I completely understand um, where, where you're coming from because I have the, the same, um, I, I will go ahead and call myself neurotic about Ohio State <laughs> when they play games like this. Um, yeah. uh, uh, PJ Fleck, Trestle Jr., new contract. He is uh, working his uh, row the boat mind tricks in the Twin Cities um, and, and, and doing it well. Uh, the yeah. Gophers are playing solid defense, um, very Trestle-esque. Um, and, and statistically comparable to Penn State's, actually. Uh, they run the ball well. Um, that's the, the strength of their offense. They have a Craig Krenzel-ish quarterback in Tanner Morgan. Um, what's up? Uh, again, I'm going to keep using the word solid because that's that's what it is. Uh, puts up solid numbers, take care of the, takes care of the ball. Um, as you mentioned, their best win so far is on the road at Purdue. Uh, earlier this season, they needed double overtime to beat a Fresno State team on the road. That's not terrible. Um, I, you know, these things, uh, I, I referenced uh, Ohio State in 2002, and, and um, the, the Luckeyes of that year had mm-hmm. several games like that. It's like, I, I, you got to figure, you're not playing your best, you got to figure out how to win it, and then, and then, you, then you win it. Um, I, so you know, th- those, those games come up uh, in, 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 a, in a big season, um, and really that's the only way you can classify what Minnesota's done so far. Um, yeah. they're, they're set up that way. They're set up for... Uh, winning the Big Ten West if they can control its uh, control their destiny um, because they still have Iowa and Wisconsin on the schedule. This week, however, um, you know uh, Purdue isn't Penn State. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't think uh, Minnesota has the horses yet to keep up uh, with the Nathan Lions um, next year. Uh, we, we, we'll, we'll see how that looks, but uh, this year, uh, I, I don't think that's uh, that's going to work out for them. Um, and that still leaves them uh, in what what has to be their immediate goal uh, in, in winning the Big Ten West. So, um, but as far as that goes, but I mean, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, next up at three thirty on Saturday is the uh, the one that you you might have heard something about. Um, number one LSU at number two Alabama. Uh, Alabama is favored by six and a half points. Carla, what do you think? Ooh, this is a fun one. Um, yes. So looking at looking at this one, you know, the first thing that jumped out as I was looking um, at numbers was that the um, the LSU secondary is probably going to face its biggest test of the season um, mm-hmm. going up against this Alabama offense. LSU secondary is giving up about 217 yards per game. Um, Bama has been passing for about 338 yards per game. So this is a Bama offense, which is a little bit different than what we're used to. Both these offenses are a little different than what we're used to because we're used to both these teams run first, pass second. And both of these teams this season are definitely the opposite of that, um, particularly LSU. Um, interestingly enough, maybe part of that is because they're playing good run defenses. Um, Alabama running back Najee Harris may find some tough sledding on, on Saturday going up against that LSU defense. Um, LSU defense is number 13 in the country against the run, only giving up about 98 yards per game. So, um, in addition to the, uh, almost, um, you know, fun and gun offense that they've installed there, uh, in, in Louisiana, um, they're also playing some pretty good defense, which is why, you know, I have them ranked so high, um, in in in, my, in the first week of rankings here, um, I, I find it really interesting. I mean, this game's going to be going to be a bruiser. It's going to be um, probably one of the better games of the season, regardless of how you how you cut it down. Whether you're pro SEC or you're 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 in the SEC bias um, campaign. Um, there's, in, there's the people who think there's a SEC bias. <sighs> okay. 
And the source of all that, Paul Feinbaum. Um, actually, it's interesting. I was <laughs> so so as I was doing my research for this game, Feinbaum had an interesting segment this morning on 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 ESPN's morning show. Um, and I, I went back and watched the segment, and and he made the statement that, and I know I normally don't agree with Feinbaum, but I I, I absolutely one hundred percent agree with where he was this morning on this. His mm-hmm. statement was that Alabama absolutely has to win this game okay. to have a shot to have a shot to get into the playoff because if mm-hmm. they lose this game then they're probably not going to win the division right. right which means that they won't have a chance to play for the sec title um losing to lsu at home is not a i mean that's that's a more substantial loss alabama doesn't yeah. lose at home um right. so will they get the opportunity then to sneak into the playoff as like a four um, with that loss and without an opportunity to go play in um, Atlanta for the SEC title, and their only other major opponent this season is Auburn. Um, mm-hmm. That's his, his logic is that's not a strong enough resume right. to get them into the playoff. LSU, on the other hand, if LSU loses this game and it's a close game, which it probably will be, um, mm-hmm. that's a decent loss for LSU. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so and, and that's a really interesting thing. The the playing at home and, and, and where this game is being played really kind of plays a factor into all of this. Um LSU already has quality wins on the on the season. So this loss mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily take them out of the picture. So it's really interesting. The biggest question here that we're all asking is how the heck is Tua? Um and nobody knows yep. at this point, um, because he didn't see any action at all against Arkansas a couple weeks ago. Um you know, it, we have to anticipate he's not going to be at 100 percent. And if is Tua at 90 percent able to keep up with a Joe Burrow who's, you know, at, functioning at 100 percent? That's a big question yes. right now. I think yeah. both defenses can stop, can make some stops mm-hmm. here. But can can the offenses keep up with each other? I don't know. Um, I like LSU in this. Okay. I really do. I, I just okay. I think the LSU defense is solid. I, I, I have questions about Tua. Um Alabama has looked um, mortal this mm-hmm. year, um, as opposed to other years. They, they aren't quite firing on on in, as in sync as they usually are. Um, yeah. We said at the beginning of the season that we thought this might be the year that Alabama, that Georgia could could overtake Alabama. Maybe it's not Georgia. Maybe it's LSU. Um, okay. I just I, I like the way that that LSU offense is playing. Mm-hmm. LSU in a close one. Okay. Okay. Um, I, you know, in years past, you would look at this game and, and, you know, sort of hope against hope that LSU could pull up some kind of miracle. Um, as I look at this game this week, right now, uh, I, I think, how is Alabama favored by a touchdown? Yeah. Um, I mean, statistically, these teams are pretty much mirror images, so we don't learn a whole lot there. But, 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 but these things, you know, which team has a better quarterback? Which team has a healthier quarterback as well? Um, right. I, I, I think that's LSU. Uh, which team has been a uh, number better number one tailback and wide receiver? I think that's LSU. LSU. Um, which team has been tested uh, this season? Hint: It's not Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, they 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 had the uh, the game at uh, Texas A and M when Texas A and M was twenty uh, fourth or twenty fifth or something like that. LSU, on the other hand, uh, Texas, Florida, Auburn; those were all. Ranked teams, um, and, and, top and ten teams. Top ten teams. When 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 uh, the Tigers beat them, um, this really I keep saying this. This really doesn't feel like the Alabama that we've seen the past few years, um, and, and it feels like it looks like to me that LSU is the class of the SEC uh, this season, um, and I think they go in there and beat Alabama on Saturday. Um, so 
and that's and that makes things even more interesting. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, at 4 p.m. on Saturday, uh, we have a game that actually will have more to do with the uh, winning the Big Ten West than than your game does. Uh, number 18 Iowa at number 16 Wisconsin. The Badgers are favored by nine and a half points. Um, Carla, what do you think? What a stretch has been for Wisconsin. I, I, yes. you know, yeah. I mean, the, the last two games, I mean, gosh, you know, it's, um, it, it just that hasn't been a good, a good time in, in the land of Madison and, and, and the cheeseheads as it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest question I have entering this game is, will Jonathan Taylor be able to run against that Iowa defense? I, the yes. Iowa defense is solid against the run. We saw that against Penn state. Um, you know, they were able to kind of hold that run game in and you've got one of the best backs in the country going up against this defense. That's going to be an interesting thing to watch. And also, and he he can be stopped against a good run defense as we, as we found a couple weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. Ohio state held him to 52 yards on 20 carries. Um, I went look that up. So yes, facing a good run defense can slow him down. And so then how does that impact the entirety of the the Wisconsin offense? You know, they're going to have to um, rely on the arm of Jack Cohn who you have to question his confidence at this point, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because it was his pick that kind of, you know, caused the the upset um, at Illinois. Um, and then, you know, last week or two weeks ago against Ohio State, just kind of getting beat up on the field um, yep. by that Ohio State defense. So, you know, this is a, this is a Wisconsin team that you kind of feel is kind of teetering a little bit here. Like this is mm-hmm. this is a huge game for their season because it's going to determine whether or not they're going to be able to make a run at Minnesota. Um mm-hmm. To, to play for for a Big Ten title. Um, That's a whole thing to say. Isn't that a weird thing to say? <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Here, here we are. Here because we are. here we are. Well, and then, and then the, other, the flip co- side of the coin here is that you've got an Iowa team who already had two losses in a row. Now they're riding a two-game win streak, and mm-hmm. they're riding into this game feeling like, okay, we've got Wisconsin. Let's go get them. Um, yep. You know, their run defense is number eight in the country. The challenge here is that they're giving up passing yards, which actually is good news for Cone and the passing game for, for mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin is also good at stopping the run. Um, however, Iowa tends to lead with it, with its passing game because, you know, Nate Stanley, um, who, who with just, you know, a couple of throws will surpass 2,000 yards already on the season on Saturday. Um, Wisconsin's putting up more points per game than Iowa. Playing at home for the first time in two weeks after this stretch of, of losses here. I, the, this game is tight. I've been, I went back and forth on this trying to figure out mm-hmm. because, you know, the, the stats don't really tell you anything. It's really about the mindset. And I, I keep thinking, I, I, as much as I, I want to say Wisconsin's falling apart, I feel like this is a game that's going to put them back on track. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like they're playing at home. There, there's some opportunity here. I know that, that Iowa's run defense is good, but you know who else's run defense is good? Wisconsin's. Um, so, you know, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like this is an opportunity for the Badgers to reset their season, get back on the right path to, uh, to go play Minnesota for a chance at the Big Ten uh, West title. Um, although Minnesota has to lose twice, so they would have to yeah. lose this, you know. So there's there's a lot going on here, but I'm gonna say Bucky wins in a close one. But I'm but I'm really on the fence on this one. It wouldn't stun okay. me to see Iowa pull off the upset. Okay, okay. Um, Iowa's so far, I, I think, is like it's like the mirror image of of uh, its coach, Kurt uh, Kurt Ferentz. Um, steady. I, I could use the word solid again. Um, winning games it should, and and only losing to better teams like uh, like Michigan or Penn State, and even then not losing badly. Those were both uh-huh. pretty. Those were t- both, both tight games. Uh, a win by the Hawkeyes here would uh, set up a de facto title game against Minnesota, um, a, confer- a division title game against Minnesota next weekend. 
Um, but the thing that, that that's that's bad for them, I I, I think. I mean, I, I know what Wisconsin is. Um, the, the the loss at Illinois was was inexplicable. Um, the loss in their last game at Ohio State, perhaps more explicable. I think that's, that's yeah. an easier one to understand. I would still put Wisconsin in the same classification as teams like Michigan State and Penn State. Um, maybe, maybe not quite, maybe not not as good as Penn State, um, but the kind of team that that Iowa can compete with. Um, which is why you still kind of hesitate, uh, but 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 probably can't and shouldn't beat. Um, and with 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 these two missteps in the last two games, Wisconsin still has an opportunity to control its own fate and get to the to the Big Ten title game. Um, I think that's that is a, a, a sort of a chance to redeem um, the, their season, uh, and, and I think they're going to start working on that this weekend. This is another tight game. Um, and I could be wrong. It's just something that, 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 uh, Iowa could win, um, because they, they play these teams really tight, yeah, but yeah. I, I think, I think Wisconsin will, uh, will, uh, eat this out in the end. Um, and that sets up even more fun out there in the big 10 West. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I'm the, the, November's going to be awesome. I, I think uh, regardless of, of uh, what happens this weekend, it's going to be a lot of fun. And you should be here with us uh, for the rest of the season. You can find the Carlin Crabby Show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, as well as a variety other, of other podcasting services. You can also watch us babble on YouTube and our Facebook page. If you dig the show, uh, please subscribe, rate, and review if you don't mind your own damn business. And as always, come back come back for the rest of november because it's 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 gonna be fun kids um carla do you have any final thoughts two games not the not to sleep on this weekend real quick yes um unfortunately they're happening at the same time as all the other games all the games all the games this weekend that are good are early so make dinner plan saturday night um yeah there you go go. thanks thanks football gods um so so the two games not to sleep on are both big 12 games baylor at tcu very intriguing Mm -hmm. um tcu's defense could could mess with baylor's perfect season so keep your eyes Mm -hmm. on that one i also love k-state at texas um this Kansas yep. State team that 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 just knocked off Oklahoma playing a Texas team that you know has a very similar offensive style to Oklahoma can can K State do it two years in a row or two weeks in a row? We'll see. Um, but yeah, don't sleep on those two games just because the Big Twelve is fun. They don't mean anything, but whatever. Um, if you like offenses, go tune into both those games. Sort of like an extension of a, a group of five after dark, just except the group of one. Can we call group of one before dark? <laughs> Something like that. Like um, guys, I tell you what, uh, uh, I appreciate you watching. Um, enjoy the games this weekend. And uh, we will be back with more fun uh, next week, uh, along with actual uh, college football playoff returns. Carla, this is the best I can do. <laughs> Beer on a phone. Kinda, I love it. It's kind of it's sad. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> cheers. It's sort of pathetic, actually. Guys, cheers. Thank you very much for watching. And we will talk to you again soon.